life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. All things that make America great. Welcome to Ninja Robot Dinosaur. For those of you that don't know, I'm Nick. I'm Brandon. And we're just two guys here to have a conversation, here to talk about some things going on in the world. And boy, let me tell you, there's a lot to that there's a lot that is going on right now. We're going to dive right in. We're going to somewhat keep to our format today. Uh, we might get off course a little bit, as is typical with us. Sometimes we come to a topic and we have either agreements or disagreements, but either way, they make great discussion. Um, I would like to talk about, first and foremost, the Supreme Court ruling that does not allow the president to... I don't want to say hide, but he has to, um, he's not allowed to withhold his tax information any longer, his financial information. He is going to be required to be forthcoming and give that information up, and I think that that is completely despicable. Well, are you aware of the reasons why that is the way it is, Why, why they voted for him to not have immunity when it comes to his taxes? No, I'm not, and I don't really care. But go ahead and tell me. The reason is, is they want to... What they're trying to figure out is... Um, I guess... They're trying to figure out where some of his campaign money was going. It has nothing to do... It's not going to be released to the public, and it's not going to be released to the Congress. It's going to be released to the public, 100%. This really has to do with, like, Stormy Daniels and that whole debacle is what this has to do with. And, obviously, it's because sex sells, right? Mm-hmm. There's Everybody's getting tired of hearing about protest and coronavirus, and now we've got to have something else to talk about. So... And even I was watching it, it was trending right away. But then um, what they, you know, what happened after that, what started trending after that was people trying to figure out if school's going back, if their kids are going back to school because the moms are at home. They're tired of it. (laughs) They're tired of it. And they just, you know, that's more important than Trump and Stormy Daniels. Oh, 100%. That's my point is it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Nobody cares. The moms at home don't care if he slept with Stormy Daniels. I don't care. <laughs> you know, so... I really don't care if he's still sleeping with Stormy Daniels. It doesn't matter to me. It, it, it means zero difference. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. That's the part that's frustrating to me is why does it even matter? And it just goes to the whole state of affairs that is going on it's just ridiculous it is so frustrating to me just leave the guy alone you know what i mean let him do his job he was hired to do a job not by everybody but by enough people to make it count right and that's the important part i don't want to talk about that for very long but it just it's just oh it's just frustrating to me But there's a lot of other things that are more frustrating to me. And right now is a very serious time 
for America. And what I mean by that is I see a lot of people who are just being sheep. And you know what I mean by that, right? Being sheep. Well, I've, I always feel like the, most of the general population is sheep. But, but I agree with you, but I think right now in particular, people are just walking around like bird box with their eyes shut. I mean... In reference to what? Everything. Everything. We live in California. We are going to have a second wave of closures. It's already started. Masks are now mandated no matter what you do, where you go, outside of your house. They're already reclosing down restaurants in certain counties and bars in certain counties. This is the same thing that they did last time. They just they they phased it in to make it not feel so intrusive all at once. We can't allow it to happen. We can't. Well, as a society we can't. Yeah, it's it's interesting that you bring that up cuz this morning I was having breakfast with my my wife and kid and I told her I'm I'm done with the coronavirus thing. Like yeah, if I have to wear a mask when I go somewhere, I'm going to wear a mask, but I'm not going to be afraid to do anything. I'm not going to be afraid to go see my fam- my immediate family. You know, I'm not going to let that stop me from going on a vacation. I'm not going to dance around this this political virus. That's what it is. Exactly. Political. It, it's it's the biggest scam. I keep saying this over and over. It is the biggest scam to the American public that has ever happened. And and people are just going along with it. Yeah. Well, they're afraid. You know, they're they're ruled by fear. Because of the media. Yeah. Because of what the media is telling them. I'm not wearing a mask anywhere. At all. Well, I mean, you don't have to because of the kind of work that you do. And, you know, you don't have to go anywhere where you wear a mask. I have to wear a mask at work. I have to wear it inside and outside. And... It's, you know... But here's the thing, and I don't mean to interrupt you. You don't have to wear a mask. Your employer is telling you to wear a mask because the government is telling them that they have to wear a mask. They can't tell you you have to wear a mask. This is what I'm talking about. It is unconstitutional. You cannot force somebody to wear a mask. You cannot force a business to close. The Supreme Court has already ruled on this. It is 100% unconstitutional. And until people say enough is enough, I'm not doing it. It's not going to happen. I don't care what you say. I am not going to wear a mask in my own car driving down the road, which is what people are still doing. I'm not going to wear a mask to go in the grocery store. I'm not going to wear a mask here. I'm not going to wear a mask there. Put your foot down refuse these politicians are hired by the people we are their boss if we just allow them to do whatever they want to do and walk all over us well that's what they're going to continue to do i mean that's it's really been that way since the 40s it's been that way for forever yeah and they're they're not they at some point started calling themselves public officials and they're not they're public servants right and um, I don't 
think we have an audience big enough yet to convey that message. I wish we did. I wish somebody would just come out and say, we don't have to do this. We're in charge. Right. And if we don't like Governor Mussolini, we can get rid of him. Right. Exactly. And we should. You know? I mean, I understand what you're saying as far as our audience isn't that big yet. And I get it. But I feel like we have a responsibility to, even if we have three listeners, to say what needs to be said. Because I don't think enough people, even people that have large platforms, there's only a handful of people that are saying what needs to be said. We cannot, as an American people, as a whole American people, no matter what race, religion, color, whatever you are, we cannot stand for this tyranny any longer. We have had the trial of socialism and I didn't like it. The only part of I, uh, that I liked was the break that I got to spend with my family. But the downside and the backlash from that and the power that these people now feel that they have to control our lives is going to continue to get worse. Oh yeah. And honestly, unless, unless, you know, you want to make a dramatic change in your lifestyle. There's really nothing you can do about it. That's the problem. Yeah, that is the that is the root of the problem. You, I mean, if you want to do something about it, somehow, some way, it's going to be turned into you're a bad guy and you're probably going to go to jail. Exactly my point. And 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 it's probably not even something illegal. It's just you know they fabricate. Yeah. They create right. these things that you're doing to silence you. You know what I mean? They even go as far as to have some people permanently removed from the earth. Yeah. And, I mean, we just had the 4th of July. And our own governor was trying to cancel 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Saying you can't go do this. You can't go do that. There was a video over LA of massive amounts of fireworks going off. Illegal fireworks, non-illegal fireworks, I don't really care. I mean, I understand that there's fire issues and stuff like that, and so it's probably not the most responsible thing. But you know what? That was a symbol of freedom in America. That's what the 4th of July is. That is the day of our independence. And it made me very happy to see all of those people exercising their rights. No matter what some tyrannical governor wants to say. No matter if he says you have to wear a mask or you can't do this or you can't do that. You know what? Why don't you shove it? I'm sorry. I know I'm rambling and I'm ranting a little bit, but I'm sick of it. I am so sick and tired of people in higher political offices telling us the people that they work for what we can and cannot do with our lives. If I want to put myself at risk to get the coronavirus and go sit down in a restaurant and have a meal and have a beer, that is my right. Mm -hmm. And if the owner of that restaurant wants to be open to serve me, that's their right. Mm -hmm. There is no right of the government to tell us we can't do those things. Shove it. I'm sick of it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I know I'm just completely talking and rambling right now, but this is really irritating me. Yeah, I've I've been thinking a lot about it. That's why I didn't chime in, but I've been thinking a lot about it lately. 
they're, I mean, they're literally taking people's rights away, like, without people even realizing it. With not, not even without people realizing it. I mean... People are going along with it. You have these restaurants order all this food, tell them that they can open up if they do all these different things. They order all this food, okay? They hire their staff back, get everybody back to work, get everybody going... Get, get the advertisement out there that they're back up. Spending so much money that they probably don't even have, and then you shut them back down. <laughs> it's just. If I was a restaurant owner, I would give them a f- nice bird signal, both hands in the air. I, if I owned a restaurant, I would I would probably just open up, and full service. I, I'd probably sue the state. Oh, one hundred percent. Is is probably what I would do. I, I that would be my message. I don't own a restaurant. I cannot do that. But right. if I was somebody, there's a local guy in town. He owns four pretty solid restaurants, and he's really good at it. If I was him, I'd send them a message. Yeah, you know, and loud and clear. I'm sure he's got the money to. I would assume he's got the money to do it. You know, but um, he has a restaurant that has these big doors that open up so basically like his restaurant is like a big gazebo so outdoor seating is okay right well they told him he could not open up his doors and turn his place into outdoor seating because it's wasn't designed to be an outdoor patio then what is it designed for (laughs) why are the doors there for looks i this guy must be so frustrated right now That guy, I don't know what restaurant you're talking about, but we don't need to name the name. That guy needs to say, you guys can all shove it. I'm opening all of my doors for full service. If everybody did that, they would have nothing they can do. There's nothing they can do. Nothing they can do. But instead, these people walk around and say that you can't do this and you can't do that. And then the people are turning on each other. You go to a store and you're not wearing a mask... You go into a convenience store and you're not wearing a mask. Somebody in that convenience store says, well, you need to put a mask on. No, I don't. If you're so afraid to go outside without a mask on, then stay at home. Yeah. Stay at home. Yeah. You have the, you have the right to do that. Do it. I, I heard something on the radio. The mortality rate for... Americans under the age of 70% under the age of 70 excuse me is 0.04%. 0.04%. Yeah. I'll take my chances. There's people walking around right now that have it that don't even know it. That don't even know it. So I don't understand what the problem is. There isn't a problem. <laughs> there is not a problem. I I'm not go- saying that coronavirus doesn't exist, but there is not a problem with letting people live their lives. Yeah. I saw a friend of mine, they're not a friend of mine, but they're a friend on a social media platform because I know them through somebody I used to work with. And they were ranting about everybody needs to wear a mask and blah, blah, blah. And it was every ounce of self-control because I don't like to get into it with people on social media. But it took every ounce of self-control that I have to not write a nice lengthy post about how big of an idiot she is. And it's just so frustrating to me. People need to stop being sheep. If we do not stop being sheep, it is going to get much, much worse. The second wave is coming. You hear it every day. 
they are going to try and shut us down again. Specifically here in California. I don't know about other states, but they are going to attempt to shut us down again. And the question will be if people have the fortitude to stand up for their rights and say, we're not going to allow it to happen. I'm not going to shut down. Yeah. I'm not shutting down. I don't blame you. I Another statistic I heard is your average cloth mask. Most people are wearing cloth masks. Some are wearing surgical, but your average cloth mask has an opening of 20 mi- 0.20 microns. The disease is 0.06 microns. So the the disease, the spread of the disease is smaller than the smallest opening of your mask. So it's going right through. They they said it's the equivalent of putting up a chain link fence to keep out mosquitoes. <laughs> I hadn't heard that, but it does not surprise me. The mask does nothing. It doesn't do anything to reduce. It doesn't do anything to uh, protect. All it does, and somebody said it the other day, all it does is reduce anxiety. For some people. Yeah. For some people, it creates anxiety. Yes. I can tell you for a fact, I wore a mask 12 hours a day for three weeks straight, six days a week, and my lungs and my body have never hurt like they did. Yeah. That is not good for you. Yeah. Breathing in your own, I don't know, is it carbon dioxide? Mm, yeah. Is not good for you at all. I don't care what anybody says. It is not good for you. And it is disgusting to me that people, again, are just acting like sheep and going along with it. And it's all for political purposes. It's all political. If you think that this virus hit the United States at the time it did with the new cycle that it did, with the re-election coming up for Donald Trump in the way that it is, if you think all of that is a coincidence, I'm sorry to tell you, you need to do some more research. And you need to look at the bigger picture. Stop watching the mainstream media for all of your information. They are lying to you. Everything that they comes out of their mouth is fabricated lies. To get you to believe a specific way of thinking. To get you to argue with your neighbor. And then you turn your neighbor into arguing with their neighbor. And then guess what? Now everybody's arguing with each other and that's exactly what they want. Unrest. They are fear-mongering, war-mongering pieces of crap. And I am sick of it. Uh, One thing I'd like to elaborate on as far as news sources. um, I don't do Facebook. I don't have Facebook, but I do have people shove their phone in my face with news that they get from Facebook. And if you're getting your news from Facebook, you definitely should reevaluate where you get your news from because there is so much fake news. news. <laughs> I, I hate to use the term fake news. There are so there are so many fake stories on there to get you all worked up. I please don't get your news from Facebook cuz that is just some of the worst crap out there that you can regurgitate to your fellow contemporaries. Uh, please. And at least before you shove your phone in somebody's face who doesn't have Facebook, do some research. If it's so important for you to wear a mask, 
Why is Alexandria Acosta Taco Cortez kneeling in the street, blowing bubbles in a little girl's face? Closer than six feet, she could have the coronavirus. And oh, yeah. she's blowing it right in the girl's face. Well, they're ground zero, too. Wake up. Wake up. Uh, I'd like to elaborate. I'll just tell a little story about the mask. I wear a, a bandana now as a mask. And again, only because you're required to. Only because I'm required Because to. your employer requires you because to. Because my employer requires me to. And some there are stores... There is one particular store I go in every day. And he... The guy at the counter, he goes, hey, you know, I just want to let you know tomorrow we're going to start enforcing the masks. And I said, okay. So I go back the next day and I see the sign on the door. Must wear a mask to enter. And I didn't have my mask on. So I open my back door. I get my bandana on and I start tying it around my head. And I'm thinking to myself, if I would have done this four months ago, I might get shot walking in here. I feel like I was getting ready to rob the place. Seriously. That's the first time I ever felt like that. You know, it's just the motion of wrapping it around and covering your face and tying it, you know, made it feel something different than just putting some loops around the back of my ears. Right. You know, so, so it felt weird. Like, I bet some people are so, so nerd, like some, especially like at gas stations or uh, convenience stores, I'm sure. Some Banks. People are, yeah. Banks. They, I'm sure. These people are nervous when people come in wearing a bandana mask. But they're not nervous when you come in wearing a surgical mask. Or a little flowery mask. But I put American flag bandana around my face. You know, it looks like something different. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm over the mask thing. I'm over the coronavirus. I'm not going to... I'm not even going to read about it anymore. I'm not going to let it... You know, I've... I'm taking a boat out next weekend, you know, I don't care. Right. Um, but you can't you can't be over it because it still affects everything that we do. Yeah, I'm not I'm, the virus, no, but the way that it's being handled. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I I really think um I really would have liked to see Donald Trump put down the golf club and pick up the pin and lead like I thought he would when I voted for him. I gotta say I'm a little disappointed. And I, but here's the problem. What do you like? I was thinking about what do you want him to do? Like the military has already told him, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna do anything about these protests. They basically told him if you try to make us do anything about this protest, it might come back on you. Basically, a little soft threat saying these generals that are running these different branches of the military basically told them we could we may we might turn on you if you ask us to do that which and, i think is the is is a proper response in some in some fashion and the reason why i say that is because a protest is a constitutional right you have the right to assemble you have the right to speak your mind about what you disagree with what you don't have the right to do is create havoc. That's there's a difference between uh, protest and terrorism. Correct. What is going on right now is terrorism. Some of it's terrorism. Most of it. Uh, there was a, you know, where we live, there was like maybe one or two peaceful protests. There was no terrorism. Correct. But 
ripping down statues and throwing them in the harbor and lighting businesses on fire and attacking innocent people, that's terrorism. All of them should be arrested. Yeah. Throwing firecrackers in a city hall where the police are is terrorism. I didn't hear about that. Portland. Seven seven people are being federally prosecuted. One of them blocked the the glass door from opening so the police couldn't get out while they were terrorizing the streets. Then he threw a firecracker in where all these police were trying to get out. So he's being charged with a felony. I hope more than one. More than one. And I hope uh, one of them's domestic terrorism. Well, they keep, in the news they keep calling them protesters. They're not protesters. He's a terrorist. They're criminals. Yes. They are criminals. And I'm glad that Trump signed that executive order saying that if you tear down a statue, you will be prosecuted. Why are you tearing down statues? No, I don't think anybody's gotten in trouble for that. And they are. Terrorists. Oh, no, there's some people that have. I, I don't know. But the problem is it's hard to catch them. Because they're all wearing masks. Yeah. Yeah. They're all, uh, you know, 19-year-old college girls. <laughs> no, they're all punks. <laughs> they're all certified punks. Yeah. So it's... it's I, 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 and here's the, here's the thing with the generals. that Somebody that's in the, been in the military for a long time, I heard them saying, um, when Obama became president, there was a lot of top brass in the Pentagon that left. Gee, I wonder why. You know, they they did not want to work for for him or help his agenda. And these were smart guys that let these were four star, three star generals that left under his administration took over. So what happened was you had all these colonels, lieutenant colonels, all these people that aren't supposed to really do anything in the in the military, people that yeah, they rank high. They're more like figureheads, but, right? No, they're, but they're, you know, they're not useful in certain ways. I don't want to say people in the military aren't useful because I feel very different. I respect and love our military immensely. As do I. But just like with any job, there are bad bosses. Oh, for sure. So the military puts those bad bosses in places where they're not going to impact a lot of people. They're not going to reduce morale. They're not going to hurt anybody. They're not going to... So once all these top smart generals left, it left holes for all these colonels and lieutenant colonels and one-star generals to fill. So all these guys that most of their uh, soldiers don't like are now three- and four-star generals. Gotcha. And that's why they're not helping Trump. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. So there's some insight on why, if you guys hear the military and Trump aren't getting along, it's because these are bad bosses that are now in charge just because there was voids in the hierarchy. So you heard Vidman ask the military or ask the army to let him retire, right? I did not. Yep. That, I think, came out yesterday, and I thought that that was pretty surprising to come out at this time. Oh, um, there's a big book deal. Oh, for sure. There's a big... I mean, everybody's making money talking smack. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just... You know that's next. It is next. 100%. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that... Uh, what's her name? 
what's her name? Maxwell. What is her first name? Gustine or whatever? Maxwell? Jeffrey Epstein? Oh, Adam? yeah. I'm just going to go out on a limb right now and say that she didn't kill herself. Well, I don't think they're going to let it. It, it, There's, I would volunteer to, to be in the cell with her and make sure she doesn't kill herself. Well, they've already came out and said that she has coronavirus. How convenient is yeah. that? Yeah. One day after she was arrested. Yeah. That's very convenient. I, I, if if something happens to her, I mean, that's just gonna be. Oh, I, I, I don't. It's if it's not any more black and white than that. I and you can't follow the trail on that. I I don't know what to tell you. There, I did some really super deep diving, and there are substantially um, reputable reports. That are saying that she's in Guantanamo. She's in Guantanamo? Mm-hmm. Yep. Based upon flight patterns and stuff like that, that she's not even in the United States right now. They're hiding her in a black site. Hmm. Which I think is interesting. If she spills the beans... Some of the biggest and most powerful people in this world are going down. Oh, yeah. For sure. They are saying that she has copies of everything Epstein had. Have you watched the documentary series on Netflix about yeah. Epstein? Mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of watching it right now. Yeah. It is fascinating. Yeah. I mean, the, the here's the thing. This story is only famous because he's rich. And the people that he deals with are rich and powerful. Right. But there's so much of that going on in the middle class and lower class part of this country. That's, I don't care about Jeffrey Epstein and the Clintons and the uh, uh, Prince from England. I don't care about, I, I something needs to be done about what's going on underneath our nose. Well, that can't happen, Brandon, when you're defunding the police. Oh, I'm going to defund the universities. That's what I'm going to do. Why would you defund the police departments? Why? Why? How stupid is that? It's Paul. It's just it's a it's just a campaign like No, for real. How stupid are you to vote to defund your own police department in your own city? Who do you think responds to 911 calls, you idiot? Biden says that he absolutely uh, uh, supports defunding the police department. There's 350 million Americans in the United States. And Joe Biden is the best the Democrats got? That's why That's why we're where we're at. Is because they don't have a guy. That's the best they can do. And that's why we're having all this stuff going no 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 stop for a second and think 350 million americans and joe biden is the best you got well the last one that they brought in obama wasn't even an american they had to go outside of the country to find somebody correct (laughs) it's 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 blasphemy I cannot understand it. The guy can't even hold a sentence. Can't even have a conversation. You can go on the internet and watch a 30-second video of him in his speeches, and he doesn't make any sense. He's got dementia. 100% he's got dementia. 
I saw a video yesterday which just made me freaking laugh so hard because it's the argument that so many people are having right now. People are saying if you vote for Trump, you're white supremacist, right? Well, they've been saying that for four or five years. Right. So there was two opposing people on a street during a protest having an argument. And the one lady who's like, are you going to vote for Trump? And she's like, yes, I am. And she goes, well, you're a white supremacist. And the other lady goes, well, why? And she had no answer, right? Yeah. Of course. Of course there's no answer. Yeah. It's just you're a bigot, you're, you know, you're a racist, you're a white supremacist. Well, then the other, the lady that was, is voting for Trump said, well, are you voting for Biden? And she goes, yeah. And she goes, well, you're a pedophile. Right. Yeah. And the lady could not grasp yeah. how that was the same thing. You know what I mean? How that is the same thing. There's all these accusations out there that Biden has done a lot of wrong things. But if you vote for him, that doesn't mean that you're the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the same way as if you vote for Trump doesn't mean that you are some of the accusations that he is being that is being thrown at him. Yes. Yeah, right, exactly. It's it's just it's mind-blowing to me. It's like what is going on? What in the heck is going on? I can't even, I can't listen to the radio. I can't watch the TV. I can't watch the news. I can't look at social media. I I feel like I can't do anything without getting extremely frustrated and irritated with the stupidity of people in this country right now. Uh, When I walked into your um, office today, the first thing you said was, one of the first things you said was, you look really happy. And... I feel really happy, and I really like my new job, but I think one of the main reasons why I feel happy is because I have deleted all of my social media. So I don't see a lot of negative things that I used to see on social media, and I don't see people that I know doing things that I want to do, which makes me feel unhappy. Right. You know, when I see... You know, some friends, uh, you know, going on vacation, having a great time, and everything looks perfect, right? I'm like, man, that sucks. I'm, I'm at work. Man, I wish I was doing something else. That made me unhappy. Yeah, that makes sense. So, new job, no social media. New life. Happy. Yeah. New life. And I still pay attention to the news. I don't read the headline. I read an article. Right. And if I find it interesting, I will research it. And then once I research it, I will talk about it on here. Right. Um, I was telling, I work with some big pro Trump guys at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, though, I mean, these guys are big. And uh, I was telling them about what we talked about on the last episode with the killing of bear cubs and wolf pups. And they have the same reaction as you, of course. But you to to really get the news, you gotta you really gotta do your research nowadays. You can't just read a headline because they're so misleading. There's a big difference between a headline and an article. So I I just I guess wanted to point that out while we were on our news segment. I feel real good. I feel happy, and it's I've made some changes, and one of them I know for sure was getting rid of Instagram. That was the only one I really used. 
Yeah. And I guess they're going to be banning TikTok in Hong Kong. They're going to ban TikTok here, too. Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. I mean, that is the, probably one of the worst apps ever created. Yes. It, it is really bad. Very bad. It's made some people super famous, though. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing to me that you can literally make a name for yourself and go from being nobody to making millions of dollars Yeah. in a very short amount of time because you're popular. And on some of these people are young. Very young. Like 12, 13 years old mm-hmm. and making a lot of money. and uh, Life-changing money. And they it, have no idea. Yeah. So I, I would love to see that go away. Oh, without a question. I was watch, I was standing behind a, a guy in line at a grocery store, and he's scrolling. He's looking at his phone, and he's scrolling on TikTok, right? And I'm watching him. And then he looks up in the sky like he's bored, like to the ceiling of the grocery store, and he's still <laughs> scrolling. Like, like for at least 20 seconds. And... If you're listening, just do that real quick. Like pretend you're holding your phone and look at the sky and scroll. And that's what this guy was doing. And I, I, I showed my wife. I was like, look at this guy. What is happening? We are surrounded. Oh my god, dude! If any of you are listening. Ugh. Are still wondering why you listen to to this podcast? It's because I'm not the guy staring at the ceiling scrolling TikTok with twelve year old girls dancing. Oh my god! That's why you should listen to me. Holy cow, dude! <laughs> I've, I've I've never witnessed that. <laughs> I did. I, I I would have been very hard for me not to say something. It was. <laughs> Very hard. I mean... I had a mask on, so that helped. Oh, <laughs> That's one... The one benefit of wearing a mask is people can't tell your facial expressions. Oh, no. And I can mouth, like... Oh, yeah. Things that I I would like to say out loud, but it, it feels good just to kind of breathe it. Right. You know, yeah. so... You don't... You're not in... You're not holding that in. No. Sometimes people will just ask me a question, and I will just mouth <laughs> what I really want to say. <laughs> Yeah. So I do. I guess that's a benefit. I I we I need to just bring this up, and I need to get it off of my chest. And I just mentioned it very briefly before we started this, and I saw that I saw the facial expression you made, and I'm not going to go super far into this, okay? But I do need to bring up the fact that I feel like there are people that are a mixed race that only like to claim the African-American side of themselves. Why do we think that is? Well, okay. I'm a mixed race. So am I. I'm Italian, German, and Irish. Right. And uh, British. Right. When people ask me what I am, I always tell them I'm Italian. That's my favorite one that I am. Right. I like the stuff that they invented. You know, I like their food. I was raised with Italian morals and culture. Correct. I don't say um, Irish, Italian, German, and British. I just talk about the one that I like the most. It doesn't give me a benefit in any sort of way? No. No. 
Okay, so let me ask you this. The people that do benefit from claiming the African-American side of themselves versus the white side of themselves, they do it for that purpose. And it's wrong. To me, it's wrong. That's what I'm trying to say. To me, it's wrong. Don't be part of the problem, man. There is not... There's not the type of racism in this country that the media is trying to make it out to be. No, there's not. There's not. There isn't. There just isn't, man. I don't know anybody that hates a specific race. Me neither. I do know people that just hate people. Right. In general. <laughs> I'm one of those. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I just hate people. I have never, ever, and I have met... I mean, with my profession and my life, I've been all over this country in different areas. I've been on the East Coast, the West Coast, the Midwest. I have never, ever met a single person that says I hate black people. Never no. once. I, I, don't, I don't think I've even witnessed anything that I would say is racist. I, I think maybe I've seen like some people just be like, maybe some sort of, but not blatant out loud in your face. Right. I mean, I've experienced, I went to school in North Carolina, okay, when I was a kid. And I was playing football. And it was a primarily black school because of where it was. Well, I'm a white kid in this almost all black school. And I try out for the football team and I take a starting position away from a, a black kid. Well, all the other black kids didn't seem to like that. Is that racist? I don't know. They weren't come they weren't attacking me. Did I feel it? Did I feel a little bit of weirdness? Sure. But everything gets way blown out of proportion. Yeah, you weren't you weren't like going home and telling your mom and dad that you feel like you're being picked on because you're white. And what I didn't do is start breaking windows at the school. Yeah. It's just, it goes back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier. People just need to wake up, dude. The race issue is only becoming a bigger race issue because the media is portraying it's it. It's only to on media. It's only, it's only on news media. It's only on social media. It is not. Where, where I live is a very culturally diverse city right and county it's it's just not white people it, black people chinese people mexican people asian people japanese people vietnamese people south american south people. american people europeans no indians. indians nobody is walking around saying out loud i don't like indians i don't like white people i don't like black people i've never ever ever experienced that no. It, it's just, it's not a thing. They're really trying to make it a thing, but it's not. Just stop. So, again, if you tune some of these little things out in your life, you you will not live in that world. What I'm trying to say and what I'm trying to, to get a, the point across to our listeners, because even though we have a small audience, I think it's important, again, is to let people know it's not what it seems. 
If you want to watch the news, I understand. Not everybody can get away from it. I understand. I get it. But understand that what you're seeing and what you're watching and what you're hearing is not what it seems. Don't take it at face value. If you're watching something on Fox News, don't take it at face value. If you're watching something on CNN, don't take it at face value. Do some research. Figure it out on your own. If you watch the news right now, you're going to see police only attack unarmed black people. Do you know the police kill more white people every year than they do black people? Oh, by far. By far. By far. By far. It's not even close. Those those statistics, I don't even have to look up because I already know. Right. And feel free to look it up for yourselves, you know, but... (laughs) It's not even close. No. It is not even close. But my point is that people hear, well, oh, 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 police only want to attack unarmed black people. Oh, then they must be all racist. Let's defund them. Wake up. Wake up. It's enough. The country is not a bad place. And if you think it is and you can't get over it, then leave. Please. Because you're making it worse for everybody else that enjoys the freedoms that we have in America. That enjoys the prosperity that we have in America. That enjoys the things that we're able to do here because of the way our country has been founded. And because of the way our country has been defended by a lot of brave men and women. If you don't like it, then stop threatening it. Get out. But I can tell you right now. The grass is greener because there's no country in the world like America. So, I'm, I'm, if you want to keep talking about it, we can. I'm ready to move on. Let's move on. I'm just here's the kind of news I like. Okay, a Northern California winery and hospitality company called Plump Jack, founded and partly owned by Gavin Newsom, received a loan worth. from the Paycheck Protection Program. If you don't... He's a part owner of the company. He was the owner of the company. When he took office in 2009, he gave his... Some of his assets to a... What they now call a blind trust, which is complete BS. So basically still owner. Well, his sister is the CEO of the company. Of course. Convenient. So... Somebody asked Newsom, why'd you take a loan out for Plump Jack? You know what his response was? We didn't. You'd have to ask the people running those businesses. No, how about we ask you, Governor? The, the person running his business is his sister. You don't think he talks to his sister and knows the answer to the question? He just doesn't want to talk about it. Here's another one. Hold on, before we go any further, really quick, I just want everybody to know, we don't have a very big audience, so I'm not really worried about it, but I just want everybody to be aware, I'm a very happy person in life, I have no issues mentally, I'm not depressed, I have nothing to worry about, I am a very, very happy person, so if something were to tragically happen to me, it's probably not as it seems. Because there are a lot of people 
out there that do not want what we talk about to get out there and get big. They like to silence those types of things. Before I read that story, I wanted to say I love when people that listen to this podcast call me or text me and tell me I didn't even hear that story. Right. Where did you find that? How do you know that? And I like news that's not in the news because that's the real news. Right. What's another one? You were going to say another one? Oh, okay. A labor consulting company led by uh, Senate Minority Leader Shannon Grove, a Bakersfield Republican, received a loan with the same dollar range. Grove listed herself as president and CEO of Continental Labor Resources, Inc. on most state public disclosure forms, reporting that she drew an income of over 100000 She drew an income of over 100000 and the loan saved 365 jobs at the company. So... If you take $350,000 and you got 365 jobs, you're telling me $350,000 saved your company? It's impossible. No. It didn't. <laughs> That's physically impossible. If, if $350,000 changes your company that employs 365 people, you have a problem. Wrong. Yeah. And it's my understanding if you use 75% of that money to pay your employees, you don't have to pay it back. Think about how long and how many decades it's going. This fabricated, fictitious scenario that we've been living in since mid-March is going to affect this country. Think about it. It's going to have ramifications for decades. And they're talking about doing a second stimulus. They're talking about doing student loan forgiveness. Where is it coming from, baby? It's coming from you and me for the next 40 years, 50 years. So here's some people that got PPP loans recently. The Church of Scientology. Probably one of the richest churches in the in the world. Kanye West. Who, by the way, is running for president. Pearl Jam. Listen to this. Pearl Jam got somewhere between 350000 to a million dollars in order to help pay its touring company employees in a pandemic. That can't tour. That can't tour. Uh, the Eagles, Guns N' Roses, Tool, all got loans from us. Jeff Koons. You know, if you don't know who Jeff Koons is, he's one of the richest artists in the world. Uh, last year, he sold a painting for $91 million. He needed the money. How much did he get? Between $1 and $2 million. <laughs> So all they're going to do is hide the money, make it look like they use 75% of it, and they don't have to pay it back. It's just free money. Paul Pelosi. Oh, Nancy's that, husband. That that does not surprise me at all. At all. She helped write the bill. Of, of course, bro. This is what I'm talking about. And this is what we're trying to blow the whistle on. Wake I, up. Man. I guarantee you, 
I guarantee you Sean Hannity took one. Tucker Carlson took one. That'll come out. Oh, yeah. They all took one. They all... They all did. <laughs> they all, Who voted on this? They, they all took our money. Hold on. Let me ask you a question. Who voted on this? Did you vote on this? No. Did I vote on no. this? Did anybody you know vote on this? Wait. No. D- did anybody you know get a loan? No. Did your small restaurant that you like to go to, your local hardware store... They couldn't get loans. Yeah. How many of them are shut down? A lot of them. A lot. A lot of my favorite businesses have had to close permanently. And I bet you a lot of banks got loans. Oh, a lot of banks got loans. Got a lot of money. Banks were in charge of doing the loans. And were allowed to charge fees for doing them. (laughs) Imagine that. Imagine that. Uh, Grindr. The gay dating app. It's important because gay people stop dating. <laughs> I'm, I, I have nothing against gay people, but why would a gay dating app need a loan? Grinders probably huge. I would imagine. Oh, they're huge. They That's, are huge. I've heard of it. If I've heard of it more than once, it's probably big. So that those are some of the people that. It just goes back to what we've been talking about all morning here. The misinformation that is being fed to us day in and day out. And we're going to keep talking about it. We are going to keep talking about it. And we're going to keep hounding it. We're going to keep honing on it. Because it's important that the people become lions and not sheep. It is very important. If we continue to be sheep, it's not going to be good. I don't. I. There's nothing's going to change. It has to change. It's, we have to figure out a way to regain control of our country, and I don't know what that looks like. I used to think when I was younger. I still kind of am young, <laughs> but when I was younger, I used to think naively that voting could change things. But I really don't think it makes that big of a difference. I think it makes some difference, but I uh, there needs to be another way that we hold these people accountable, man. There has to be. And I know it might not exist right now. And I know that it might not be in play right now, but we have to take control of our country. This is our country. We have elected officials that are supposed to represent us. Public servants, not elected officials. Public servants, whatever you want to call them. I like the public servants because they serve the public. They're not a, I don't need to elect somebody to be an official for me. <laughs> I will officiate myself. True, true. So we have to have a better way of keeping these people in check to make sure that they're doing what we want them to do. We elect these people to be our public servants through an election process, and then they do whatever they want. Yeah. Well, yeah, they do whatever the lobbyists want. Two years, four years, eight years, ten years. Joe Biden has been in office for 40-plus years, and now he's going to fix America? (laughs) He's going to fix nothing. He's going to fix America now? 
He has been, let this sink in. He has been in office for 40 plus years. He held the second highest office in the United States of America. And now he is going to fix it? You got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. Unbelievable. You want to talk about the NFL? Yeah, I want to talk about the NFL. And what I wanted to talk about the NFL, what I wanted to say about the NFL, rather, is that I will not be watching. I haven't you watched start- for years. Well, I started to kind of go back a little bit, and I was sort of enjoying it, and I love the game of football. So do I. I, I, love- I lived and breathed football for years. Me too. I love the game of football. In 2016, the Dallas Cowboys asked the NFL if they could put a sticker on their helmets, a sticker on their helmets to commemorate the lives of five fallen police officers that were killed by a terrorist. The NFL told them no. That's when I stopped. The NFL is very close to allowing players to put the names of police brutality victims on the back of their jersey instead of the player's name. You gotta be kidding me. You are a disgusting pig of an organization. I hope and pray that you go bankrupt. You deserve it. You don't stand for America. You don't stand for Americans. You cave to political pressure like a crying baby that you are. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should be disgusted. And if you are an NFL player, you should be standing up and saying, this is wrong. You can't... The moment you do that... The moment somebody stands up to this stuff, it's over. They're, they're, it's over. It, but at what point is enough enough? This is what I'm talking you about. Kiss your career goodbye. Fine. I got $500 million. How much more money do I need? I, I, Patrick Mahomes just signed a 10-year, $500 million contract. Drew Brees has been playing in the NFL for over a decade. He said... That he will not support whatever he said. Something about standing for the uh, national anthem. And he stood behind it because he said it before. And less than 24 hours later, he caved. Because Exactly what I said. Have some convictions. It, I don't pay attention to any news related to any sports right now. Because I don't need athletes... Telling me what's right and what's wrong. You're a professional athlete. Be a professional athlete. Stay in your lane. Yeah. You're not a politician. You're not a leader. You're nothing to me. If the NFL puts the name... And by the way, a police brutality victim is all open to interpretation. Who's going to monitor that? Yeah. What qualifies as a police brutality victim? Who makes that judgment call? Yeah. 
you're just going to allow this to take place. You're a disgusting pig. You're a pig. Your organization needs to go roll around in the freaking mud like a pig does because you're disgusting. I'm fed up. It, All of the sports, I mean, I'm I, fed up. I don't know how much of this has to do with who, but I've always believed Roger Goodell is a very bad person. I, I don't think I've ever seen that guy make one improvement to the game. They're all sheep, man. Yeah. They're all sheep, and we're baby sheep just following them along. Uh, I don't follow the NFL, and I haven't for a long time. I'm, I'm making a generalized statement. That's all I got to say about the NFL. And uh, if this was not a family-friendly um, podcast, I would be using some much more choice words. A lot of them that start with the letter F to describe what I really feel about it. But it really pisses me off. Well, yeah, I guess I'm going to go into some, I'm going to go into some different things. That's fine. I'm, I've, I've literally ranted for about an hour. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like I've done all the talking. Um, it was like two weeks ago, my wife went for a walk by herself and she found this really cool bug out by our house and she she brought it to our little bench we have sitting by the door and put it on a leaf and my son's really into bugs right now and uh especially ants for some reason so she comes in and she tells my son hey we've i found this really cool bug i've never seen anything like it so i go outside and i'm looking at it and it's like bluish purple with like red wings kind of looks like a dragonfly mixed with like a a cricket but it had a a big hole where it would have a stinger and the hole was probably quarter of an inch in diameter pretty big so i started looking up like blue bug with red yellow wings and this bug comes up and it's called tarantula hawk and i'm thinking whoa this is pretty cool i've never seen anything like this i start reading about what this bug does and this tarantula hawk will purposely entangle itself in a tarantula spider's web and it'll start flickering to get the tarantula's attention once the tarantula comes to take it out of its web and eat it the tarantula hawk gets into a wrestling match with the tarantula and it injects it with its larva. The tarantula hawk flies away and dies. The tarantula just knows it got stung, but it doesn't know what's about to happen to it. Within the next week to two weeks, what will happen is those larvae will hatch and the little baby tarantula hawks, so to speak, will eat the tarantula from the inside out, avoiding its internal organs to keep it alive while they eat it. That's pretty intense. That is very intense. Yeah, so... So the tarantula hawk rope-a-dopes the tarantula. Yeah. For lack of better terms. Wow. Plants its larva into it, 
and they eat it alive for the next week to two weeks while avoiding the organs that keep the bur- the spider alive. So what's fascinating, what's even more fascinating about this, as I've been thinking about this for weeks, because it's just such a fascinating cycle, but what's really interesting is how every little second in nature is calculated. This is not a random interaction. This is nature. This is how that tarantula hawk continues its existence on this planet. It's planned. Yeah. But nobody trained it to do that. It just knows. There's no way a mom tarantula hawk can teach the baby tarantula hawk what it's supposed to do with that stinger. Because the mom's already deceased by the time her offspring grow. grow. So <laughs> That's fascinating. Every little second, the, the, and the, the, if you don't believe in God, after just that small interaction of calculation and timing and what it, what happened there I, I i know there's some of you that don't believe in god but this only happens twice a year it happens this time of year and it happens in october it's amazing to me that it's almost it, it's not almost it is that that tarantula hawk is a sacrificial lamb for the greater good. Yeah. Right? They sacrifice themselves. They're, they know they're going to die. And more are born. Yeah. That's fascinating. So to I asked a guy at work about it. You know, like, this guy's real outdoorsy. I right. mean, he, I bet you he sleeps outside at night. <laughs> <laughs> I asked him about tarantula hawks. He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, you don't want to get stung by one of those. Uh, and I read it's the most power, probably one of the most powerful stings a human can get. And they say the best thing to do if you get stung by one is just lay down and, and yell. I don't know what that does, but just lay down and kind of like go, you know. <laughs> I don't know why, but that kept coming up. <laughs> yeah. He goes, you don't want to get stung by one of those. He goes, I'll never come after you, you know, unless you... Provoke it? Unless you corner it. Yeah. And, at, you know, it's like I thought to myself, well, you corner anything, you're probably going to get the worst. Mm-hmm. Worst of that creature. But uh, Pretty awesome thing. Um, actually don't like watching stuff like that um, on video, but I did watch a video of that happening, and it was actually super interesting to see it's fascinating to me how not just that but i I like watching videos like that like how nature and how like like i watched recently a video of a a lion and a bear fighting and it's just amazing to me how the ecosystem and nature works it's fascinating yeah we just watched a thing on 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 a pride the biggest pride of lions in Africa, obviously, and um, 
just the interactions between the lions and the lioness and the cubs and how they protect each other and how they take care of each other just incredible just nature is fascinating mm-hmm. and i try to watch nature stuff and my wife doesn't like our son seeing animals get killed but you know the last time i, I had to explain her i said this is nature you know that like if we grew if we were living out in the middle of the forest or in the desert or whatever like you want to live right you know like a completely organic lifestyle like a caveman this is part of it that is real reality that's reality tv that is real reality <laughs> yeah that's not something made up. You that's can't, not scripted. No. It's not fabricated. No. That is real life reality. And so honestly, I'd rather I would rather my kid watch that than something fabricated. Me too. The stuff that's fabricated that my kid watches translates to bad behavior. And we are very sensitive about the content that we put in front of him. You have to be. You know, because it's just it's created by adults. Right. You can't just say, "Oh, you're here. You go, kid. Go watch whatever you want." I mean, next thing you know, they're watching. You know, I don't know something you don't want to watch. Right, right. So, I'm enjoying. I'm really on a nature kick right now. Really, just enjoying the cycle, circle of life, and um, with my kid being really into bugs right now, that was something I don't know that I've ever would have heard about. It. Other people I've told about, they're like, I've never heard of, you know, what science fiction movie is that out of? Right. You know, but it's right there in my yard. That's crazy. You know what I mean? That's crazy. I also enjoy going on YouTube and watching some of these channels. One of my former coworkers actually introduced me to this channel, and I don't, I, I would have to, um, type it out on the computer to remember exactly what it's called. But they use like very basic, they don't use tools. They like create their own tools. Mm-hmm. And the guy will like make a hut or make a fire. Oh, I, I know. Uh, gosh, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't remember what is the name of the, the YouTube channel is, but there's no talking. Yeah. All you hear is the sounds of nature. Yeah. And they're just doing I'll get it. I'll pull it. primitive technologies. Primitive technologies. Yes. yes. A former coworker, actually, both of ours introduced me to that channel. I yeah, I started watching that a long time ago. Right, me too, and um, it it's just I love watching those. It's so, very peaceful. Sometimes at night it'll be like eleven thirty, and you know my wife's in bed. She thinks I'm playing video games or doing whatever because I like to stay up a little bit later than her. But really, I'll just be like on my phone or on my Apple TV, just yeah. watching primitive technologies. It's it's uh it's makes me a little envious because that guy's free. Simplicity. Yeah. He he's free and he is surviving on his own. I watched him grow like potatoes. Right. You know, and then cook the potatoes. Out of a fire that he pit created that he made. At, in an oven that he made. Dude, this guy literally <laughs> makes Tiles for the roof of his shelter out of clay. Yeah. In the fire pit that he created. Yeah, every I watched him make a bow and arrow and then teach himself to shoot the bow and arrow. It's fascinating. Yeah, he was out there for from sun up to sundown 
for who knows how long. Yeah, shooting <laughs> an arrow out of a bow that he made from arrows that he made. And all this stuff, the really cool thing about it, all this stuff probably is in like a two-mile radius of where he's at. Right. He doesn't bring anything in. Nope. He comes in with a pair of shorts. Yep. No shoes. Yep. Him and nature. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Sometimes I get envious of a life like that. We're going to talk about it in a minute. Or we can talk about it now. But there's a show that I like to watch and you like to watch called Yellowstone. And we're gonna we'll review how we feel about that show, I guess, whenever you want. We can talk about that right now. I think we're done talking about nature. Uh, the only thing I have to say about that show is I'm just disappointed this it's season. It's been a little bit disappointed. It's starting off slow. I think the last episode was a little bit better, but I'm hoping that it gets substantially better because right now it just seems like another political show. I it, well, yeah, and it's just not believable to me that. Um, you know, they want to build like this huge hotel and airstrip on only his specific property. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Seven generation. Stupid. All the land in Montana. Yeah. It's just, I'm starting to lose interest because they're trying to make it something that it's not. And I liked what it was. And, and now it's not what it was. But there have been a couple parts of this season in particular where... I understand that they have some stuff that they take with them, but they go set up camp, and they're on the river, and they're they're just there, you know, they're fishing, and I understand that they're camping, and I get it, and it's temporary, but there's something very appealing to just being out and away from everybody and everything and all the noise, silence the noise. Get away. Enjoy this world. You know what I mean? That's very appealing to me. This world's a beautiful place. We allow the things that go on in this world to corrupt our minds. And I think, I know for myself, that I'm trying to minimize the effect that that's having. I know that probably doesn't sound like it based upon this podcast, but uh, I just think it's important, man. It's just important to experience other things and remember the appreciation that we have for life in general. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. There's something I forgot to talk about that I do want to talk about. And I don't want to bore you guys with this because I talk about it every episode. But my God. And I'm sorry to go back to this. The people wearing masks in their cars. <laughs> I, By themselves? I can't, I can't close my eyes and not think about that. And I like to close my eyes sometimes, but the moment I do, I see a man in a van by himself with a mask. <laughs> driving a car. Like and you it's hard to tell how people like it's hard to tell their facial expressions with a mask on. 
But people that drive with masks on all have the same expression. Like they are super lost and super confused. And they look, even, you're right, you can't see their expression, but they look angry. Yeah. Take the damn mask off. So I'm going to, um. Take the mask off. Yeah. I just wanted to talk about a couple different YouTube channels that I really like. Um, I'm just going to list them. Uh, Sam the Cooking Guy. Um, Ed Bassmaster is actually pretty funny. He is so funny. Psh, yeah. Uh, there's a guy, um, there's a channel called <laughs> Sam Holmes Sailing. And this guy, like, he has like a little 20-foot sailboat that he sails around, the, like, the world in. I, I tease my wife all the time. I say, you know, if we weren't married and I never met you, I'd be living on a sailboat in Florida. Yeah, this guy's got, like, he's got it figured out. Uh, he's got solar. Um, he fishes. I mean, he's gone for months at a time, and he, he makes and He's fine. Yeah. Now, there's some scary things that happen out on the sea. Oh, I'm when you're sure. by yourself. I'm sure. Uh, several times I've seen where he's woken up to an alarm where there is a, like a commercial ship, like about to run his little 20 foot boat over, you know, cause he can put his boat on autopilot, uh-huh. um, or he can anchor, but those bigger ships don't see him. So that's a really cool thing to watch. Just good, positive stuff. Um, Cowboy Kent Rollins. Uh, this guy loves... He's a cowboy. And he cooks for cowboys. And uh, he he just goes over his favorite recipes. And he, everything's cooked outside. Uh, over fire. Cast iron. Cast iron. Yeah. Um, and he's just a good soul. Like, I want to I wanna hang out with this guy. Yeah. Cowboy Kent Rollins. Um... Do you ever just think, man, that it's like you just want to like just sell everything, move to a remote location, not super, super remote, but I mean remote enough, have this little house, have a lot of land, paid for, and just live. Yeah, I, I, I've kind of been toying around a little bit and... I told my wife, I said, once our house is worth a certain amount of money, I said, let's just, let's just go. Let's just dump it. Let's just dump it and go. You know? I don't know where I'm going to go, but I know I'm going to be okay. I think over the last few months, we have both proven that to ourselves. Yeah. We have made life-changing decisions that have been... Scary. Super very scary. scary. Yeah. But you know what? At the end of the day, man... I think it all ends up being okay. Well, there's been some people that have been inspirational to me. Um, uh, I know there's one listener that worked with us that uh, took off and and moved and sold his house and started his own... Well, he didn't start his own thing, but he, he got into doing his own thing and it seems like he's pretty happy. You know, that was one of the first people that i worked with that i was like okay he did it you know yeah he i know exactly what you're talking about everybody was like he's the man after he left everybody was like usually when somebody left that place they're just a big pile of poop right but yeah. everybody's like oh man he's the man he did it yeah you know and, and then everybody for 
<laughs> for years has been envious. Yeah. And what I have come to realize is that the only thing that has stopped me from doing something similar for all this time was my own fear. Yeah. And part of me is disappointed in myself for allowing that fear to control my life. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's liberating realizing that none of that matters. No. None of it. No. Do and and be and have and whatever that makes you happy in life. Right. You know what I mean? I can tell you right now, working six days a week, spending all that time, no matter how much money I made, spending all that time away from my wife and kid and my family and family functions and birthday parties. And, dude, the 4th of July was the first 4th of July I've ever not worked. Same here. Ever. My favorite holiday. I've worked every one of them. Yeah. The Same feeling, here. waking up, on 4th of July and not having to go to work That's a, was amazing. Yeah. I don't even know how to... I, amazing doesn't even describe well, it. Well, I, I had that conversation with my wife on that morning. I was like, you don't know how good it feels like to wake up on this holiday weekend and not have somebody text you, I'm sick. Or um, big meeting today. Need a big day. Or... Whatever kind of stupid crap got thrown at me on a holiday while I was forced to work, I couldn't even take a vacation if I wanted to. Weren't even allowed to. No. Right. And where I work now, it's voluntary. And you're not the first person to tell me that I look happy. I did this morning. Yeah. You're you not, walked in and I yeah, told you. You're not the you first. You look happy. Yeah. My mom, every time I, I talk to my mom pretty regularly on the phone... She's like, oh my God, I haven't heard that sound in your voice in such a long time, you right. know? And I've had other people that know me just tell me I, I seem different. And um, you also inspired me. My my wife was a big part of it. My wife was probably the biggest part of it, you know? She she knows happy Brandon and, and not happy Brandon. And she, she had to lay down the law a little bit, right? She, yeah, she did. And <laughs> But for the better. It, it was for the better, and I wish I would have done it a long time ago because, you know, there's a lot of sacrifices, lots of blood, sweat, and tears, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I tell you what, even though it might not seem like it based upon the, the podcast that we've had here today, you know, with all the things that are going on in the world, it is, it is even though I think about it and it's important to me, it's important, those things that I've talked about all day, are important to me because I love this country. Because I'm appreciative of every man and woman that have sacrificed their lives and their time and everything that they have sacrificed to give us the freedoms that they have. We have. That's why it's important to me. But I am so happy. I tell my wife almost daily how happy I am. Yeah. I get to go home whenever I want to go home. I get to see my kid every single day. That's important. That's that's one of the things I really dislike was not seeing my kid. There's 
I could be wrong, but in my perspective, there's nothing more important than that. No. Couldn't agree more. Nothing. And I know that my kid recognizes it. Mm-hmm. You know, even at the age of, you know, as an adult, you're thinking, well, they don't, they can't understand. There's no way. Well, yeah, they can. And I think they do, you know? So it's just, I hate to, I hate to uh, wrap it into the coronavirus, man, but I think the the pandemic changed my life oh it did for me too i i so much i don't think i would have left what i was doing no, if not it a wasn't for that because the only thing that changed is we were at home and we all realized how important we were to each other the only thing that changed was time yeah and we can't be important to each other if we're not around. Right. So. Yep. That's kind of all I have for like kind of a uh, soup sandwich stuff for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm right there with you, man. It's. Uh... But you wanted to talk about proper towing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, about a week ago. I did something that I don't recommend doing, but I took a video while I was driving because I was just absolutely blown away by why, by what I witnessed. I witnessed a tow truck with a vehicle it was towing on the bed of the, the flatbed, and then that tow truck was using a... Towing apparatus, which is okay to use, that was hooked into a ball hitch, like a like a bumper pull hitch, but it's it's obviously to the frame. To tow a gooseneck trailer that was approximately forty feet long, and that trailer was wagging and bouncing and all over the place because that hitch is not designed for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's designed for, you know, small th- and on the freeway. Yeah. On the freeway. And I see, that's not the only thing towing I see. I see people all the time not knowing proper loading procedures, not knowing proper towing procedures, not knowing, you know, how to hook up chains, how to hook up lights. If you're going to tow, make sure you know what you're doing. Yeah, okay. the, the only thing I've ever towed was uh, a boat, and nobody really taught me how to tow, but I thought that was a good place to start. <clears throat> Depending but, how big the boat is, yeah. Yeah, but towing is a huge responsibility. Huge responsibility. You could... You could do some serious damage if you don't know what you're doing. Why do you why do you think that they regulate truck drivers so much? Yeah. Yeah, I I've always been very wary of being behind anything that is being towed. Yeah. I just stay away from it. I hear you. I'll slow down, I'll speed up, whatever I have to do. I just I don't even like being behind a tractor trailer. 
I, I tell you what, man. I mean, I have an RV that I tow, and it's I don't. It's, it's not like it makes me scared or nervous, but I just am extra cautious with what I'm doing. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I see people like taking their RVs, like you know, their fifth wheels or their trailers up to the mountains and stuff, I'm like, oh my god, that. I mean, I would be nervous. Yeah, I mean... I would be nervous. Going around in the mountains and those things, it's one thing if you're just driving, like, to Pismo or something, you yeah. know? But when you back that thing in, it's got to be right. Oh, yeah. You know? And you better know what you're doing. Right. And you can mess things up in a hurry. Mm-hmm. You know? I'd be so scared, I'd just leave it attached to my vehicle, like... <laughs> I don't know, it's just... That stuff's scary. Pull through campgrounds, man. That's the important thing. I, so. I wish I I wish I wish wouldn't get so nervous about that kind of stuff because I think I'd really enjoy it. But. Yeah, maybe one day, right? Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think that's pretty much it. That wraps it up for today's episode well, of... Nick, there's one more thing. What? The cigarette. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. You know... I don't normally, I, I'm normally a very quiet individual. I don't like to give people a hard time. I don't like to poke the bear, so to speak. But this happened to me. Well, not to me, but in my presence. And I just felt like I had to say something. We are in a very dry area. In the middle of summer, fires occur spontaneously without any outside influence. If you are such a subhuman pig that you're going to throw your lit cigarette butt out the window in front of me, on a roadway, I'm going to say something. You are a piece of trash. You are complete garbage. If you want to smoke your lungs out, go ahead. I don't care. That doesn't bother me. People make their own choices. But do not throw your lit cigarette butt out a window. So I rolled down my window because the guy had his window down because he just threw the cigarette butt out. And I said, what are you doing? And he goes, what? I said, you just threw your cigarette butt out the window. He goes, do you have a problem with it? I said, yeah, I do. Actually, why do you think I'm saying something, you idiot? And he just speeds off and flips me off. And it's like, you, that guy is the problem in America right there. No compassion, no care, no appreciation for anybody else or any other thing. Subhuman piece of garbage. That's Ninja Robot Dinosaur. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys.